We're open. The, the less people in here, the better for me. Um, it is what it is. Um, you come out here, you play well, you get the weekend off, so you know that's an advantage. But uh, it's definitely a tough, a tough turnaround, you know, especially on the road, and you got to come back home, kind of get situated before you know it. You know, we're first, second down, third down today. We're red area. Next, you know, you're playing the game. So, um, you know, I think it helps that we've had to do it for a while now, so you have some experience with it. Um, I think the, the coaching staff obviously does a great job of, you know, getting us ready and preparing us uh, along with Mo and the strength and conditioning. But um, it's tough. You know, I think it's tough for everybody, but it's it's equal on both sides. I know you, you don't worry about the, the injury push or anything like that. You have to prepare for everybody. So how explosive from Barkley, Shepard, to the Ingram, how are they? Very explosive. I mean, they got a lot of guys that can go 70, 80 yards. Um, in any second, like you watch the Tampa Bay play where Ingram catches the ball and he runs away from everybody else. Um, and I think you obviously have seen Saquon Barkley over the last two years, just what he's been able to do. So very explosive group. And then I think now you even throw Jones in there, um, which he, he hurt Tampa with two touchdowns running the football. So um, they have a lot of guys you have to be aware of that can make plays and, and make big plays. So um, I think that's something that we know we have to do a good job of. We can't let those guys um, get those plays and get it all in one chunk. You mentioned Daniel Jones running. What do you see of him as a passer and how he's sort of controlling the offense? Oh, he does a great job. And I think one of the things you watched last week, he did a, a great job of just staying in the pocket. Like he took a few hits, um, but you know, he hit the double move to Slayton, um, just staying in the pocket, doing a good job of, you know, making sure he gets the ball where it's needed. So you could tell right away though, he's a tough kid um, and smart. So I think. I think really throughout the preseason, now these last three games, um, you know, I think you can see how he's developing, how he's coming along. And I think you put the aspect of him being able to keep the ball and run um, makes it tough on defenses. You know, I thought you saw at the end of the game, Tampa last play, you try to make sure you cover all those explosive guys and he reads it. And, you know, as soon as it opens up, he knows mentally like there's enough room for me to just run for the touchdown instead of, you know, holding the ball for an extra second. Um, so I think you just can see his awareness in the pocket and understanding the game of football. Tom, was, Tom Brady was talking earlier today about how he watches like all the quarterbacks, even like the young guys, like Daniel Jones and Dwayne Haskins last week was after the game came up to him and he said, "I like to know my competition." Like in forty-two, you know, these other guys are mm -hmm. some, almost half his age. Right? Curious what you've seen just from him in that regard, you know, how he sort of tries to keep up with that the new generation. If you Oh, I didn't even know he did that. So, um, but I think he, he's a very competitive guy. And I think the one thing he's understood about football is you can learn something from watching everyone. So, um, you know, even though we're talking about keeping up with those guys, but I think he, he watches to see how the games, you know, the evolution of the game, what younger quarterbacks are doing, um, and understanding how he can always improve his game. So, obviously, you don't just play the game at 42 because, you know, you just play on pure talent. You do a lot of different things to get better. Um, and I'm always blown away by how much film he studies and, and how much he knows about the game of football. Um, I've learned a lot from him, and I think as a team, we learn a lot from just watching him and the opportunities we get to talk to him. I know you said you're not really overly concerned about the defensive numbers through the years, but the numbers are a bit of a reflection of, of confidence. The league, league interceptions, sacks, number one ranked defense in the NFL. 
you start to feel yourself, you know, kind of playing into that rhythm of confidence? No, I mean, it's for us, it's the same thing each week, studying our opponent, understanding what we need to do uh, to play well. Like I always talk about, we talk about playing good situationally and trying to turn the ball over. And um, I think for us as a, as a defense, that's not going to change. And that's something we have to stay locked in on. And I think the, the good thing about this, those guys in the locker room is we're very resilient. You know, not much is going to bother us in a good way or a negative way. So, you know, people talking good about us, people talking bad about us, we don't really care. We just, I think, come out here, practice hard, and try to execute out there on Sundays. Yeah, you were talking about, yeah, were talking about Kyle and Miller and kind of these two sides of them were on the field. One of the most valuable traits about him is his ability to communicate. But then kind of as a person, you were like, he's a weird guy, but he's a cool guy. I was wondering if you could kind of describe both sides, like maybe what's, what it's like and how's it working, he's communicating on the field, but also if you just talking to him as a person, it's like it might take a second before, you, before you know, those quirks kind of click. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing for us, KV, when you get here, trade kind of the middle of the year, uh, was I thought he did an awesome job of just learning, you know, what we do. And then you fast forward that next year, he was our play caller. Like he was in charge of the huddle, getting everybody lined up. Um, and I thought he did a good job of just staying on top of that. You know, and I think now uh, I talked about that last week of having him, uh, Kyle, him, Hi, and Jamie all out there communicating. Like those are all three of those guys have seen the calls. They've all had the helmet, had been in charge of making checks. Now we have all three of them out there. Like we don't miss a beat. You know, there's a there has to be a lot going on for one of those guys not to notice something and check to something or get to something or us just drop on an adjustment that we did two or three years ago. Um, and then off the field, you know, I think for me it's a little different because I built a really good relationship with him. Uh, we hang out all the time. But, you know, Kyle, you'll get to talk a lot if you're talking about food and all the bougie things in life. That's where he can go forever. Um, but it's just been awesome, you know, I think to get to know him and then now see him as a father, uh, how, how passionate he's about that. And um, you've seen through the years all the stuff he does in the community. So um, he's just been, a, for me, an awesome teammate and friend. Uh, I'm, I'm going to continue to make fun of them for that. I don't know. Didn't you you had a part of writing that article? I wrote the article, but only I mean, like the day after. Like, you're a big part of the the, uh, the issue, man. Yeah, yeah. You're a huge part of the issue, so I blame you. No, we just play football, man. We got uh, we got a lot of guys born in the '80s, man. We're not into all of that, you know. They do that stuff, social media. Kyle Van Oy started a contest today to see who comes up with the design and all of that. Like, man, we got older guys. We go home watching our kids and stuff. Obviously, you don't know what's going to happen in the course of a game, but is it worth for you to go into a game with Elon Manning not being Pegasus or any quarterback for a guy who's made as much of that franchise as he has? Um, no, I mean, I think for us, you don't even think about that. You know, obviously, we know. Um, if anything, they probably have one of the best backups in the NFL. So, um, you know, I think we look at the roster and we break it down like two very good quarterbacks, um, one very experienced that can come in at any time and be ready to go. Um, and then you have a younger guy that's been playing pretty good football. So, um, you know, I think, you know, now my 10th year is just, uh, is just how football goes. You know, there's been a lot of legends that, you know, I've had the opportunity to play against, some to play with. And, you know, those guys, you know, sometimes they retire, different things. Younger guys come up, they start over them. So those things always happen. But I think one thing we have to be ready for is if he does get in the game, knowing that he'll be prepared and he'll be ready to go. Teams and the significant games they've won against you. Do you have a, a natural kind of healthy bitterness when you see the Giants? Um, not really. I mean, 
I think it's great for like when we play each other, like everyone can talk about all the past games, but um, you know, for me, it's all about how to get a win this year. You know, even like if we play a team that we beat in the last couple of years, people will bring that up, but it doesn't matter if they beat us this year. So um, I just try to stay focused on that, like this present game and, and going against some of those guys. Like you look at a guy like Barkley and Ingram, have nothing to do with any of those past games, but if we don't prepare to stop those two guys, we'll have a problem to, uh, Thursday night. Question regarding the Giants' history, and in particular you know, their, their Super Bowl championships, and having grown up in, in the tri-state area, uh, knowing Bill's fondness for the Giants organization. Do you have any memories as a kid uh, of watching you know, some of the, the great Giant defenses, in particular, or at least? Dang, but I'm not that old, man. I was only like two or three. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I mean, uh, I had an older brother who went and was stationed in the Army. He was in Texas, and he came back and made us full converted Cowboys fans. So uh, just being in that area and being a Cowboys fan and, and having Emma Smith's jersey and an Aikman jersey, uh, just seeing that rivalry and, and all of that, you know, as a kid. Um, and then as I got older, you know, understanding, you know, how much of an impact Bill had on how good those defenses were. Um, you know, back in the late 80s and 90s. Uh, it's just cool to see that part. And um, I think just from my experience, you kind of understand how good of an organization they are. Um, a lot of times when we used to play them, like they're very similar to us, well coached. They're going to play hard all every down. Um, understand you got to beat them on offense, defense, and special teams. So I think um, just understanding when these two teams play, um, that's why it's always good games because it's, it's two teams that are very alike and how they prepare um, and how they're built. Bill has a fondness for the Giants, like Bob was saying. In your time here over 10 years, like, has he talked to you guys about that? And if so, like their organization, like, what do you remember him talking about, whether it was his time there or the uh, specialness? No, I just remember some of those, seeing some of the clips, you know, as far as when we installed things defensively. Um, and we're watching, like we've seen clips from teams back in the early 2000s. Sometimes we'll see a clip from some of those Giants teams. You know, you talk about rushing the edge and seeing LT or playing physical in the secondary, jamming receivers and seeing some of the things they were able to do. Obviously, rules change and all of that, but just understanding how they played the game and how they played some of the defenses we still play today. Yeah, we've seen some of that before. You talked about Saquon and Ingram, and Bill talked about Saquon and Ingram, and it's been reported those guys aren't going to play. Obviously, you still have to prepare just in case, but how do you make sure you're not wasting time preparing for guys who aren't going to be out there? Uh, I think we're here all day, so we prepare for all the guys that will <laughs> be out there. So, um, And I think that's a part of you know our job is understanding, you know, if this guy's out there, this is what we want to do. If this guy's not out there, this is what we want to do. Um, and that's kind of a, a weekend. You know, every week we're doing that, depending on how much a guy plays, how much he doesn't play in their system. And then even now with injuries, as you get later into the season, you always have to be prepared for, you know, if a guy's up or down. And um, that's something we talk about constantly. Appreciate it. Thanks. Oh, James.